Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Welcome to the Pure Joy Project. Uh, my name is Paul Lanigan. I am sitting outside of the Canicut K1 pool at a set of picnic tables. Um, Bible open, uh, journal open, laptop and mic out at 11.09 p.m. on a Saturday. Um, we are about to head out tomorrow morning with a traveling day camp called Canicut Camp Out. Most of you probably know it. A lot of you probably know about it. Um, if not, you can find out about it by hitting my Instagram or Canicut Camps or whatever. Um, and we're headed out to Fayetteville, Arkansas, and then to Tulsa for two more weeks on the road um, with the gospel as our guide um, and as our weapon. And so I it was on my heart. Um, had some other podcast plans tonight that kind of fell through, and that's okay. Um, so it was on my heart to record um, another four-year encouragement just with some things that have been um, placed close to me this summer that really matter, um, that I think in equipping people to feel adequate, um, that that they feel like this, this Christianity thing is a labor that is not in vain, um, that it is the most fulfilling, as Jesus tells us in John 15, as we abide in him and keep his commandments, there is our fullness of joy, that we take that um, to heart, that we have heart knowledge knowing that that is true. And that we have the coolest privilege that you can't even call a job. We have the coolest burden that you can't even call a burden. And that is to share what we have found. And we have found the key to joy and purpose in a young life. And that is Jesus. Um, so I'm going to pray. Um, God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for how you love. Thank you for all the opportunities we have. Um, all of your goodness and all of your grace. Lord, thank you that your character never changes and we can just run to you and you're never running the other direction. Um, God, I just pray for wisdom, discernment, knowledge, and faithfulness for every listener and for myself. I pray that we be molded into the image of you, Jesus, regardless of the cost, that we hold what we love in an open palm and allow you to write your story through it, God, that you encourage us, that you prove to us how you're being faithful and you show us why you're worthy of following and how good you are. Um, Lord, we love you. We are thankful for you. I pray that you just guide this time and guide my words. Um, let it sit on hearts however you desire it to. Lord, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, so when I set out to a four-year encouragement, um, I think it's really important to talk about who we already are in Jesus. And that is something that when, when you speak life over a person over as who they already are rather than who you want them to be or who you want them to change to be. Um, there is just a, there is a whole different type of encouraging that comes along with that. And so when we think about the list of, um, of adjectives that, that Jesus places over us and by inspiring his word, he, he places all of these describing words, these character qualities that matter so much. So I want you to know right now, on your worst day, you are chosen, you are worthy, you are approved, you are, um, you are valued, you are saved, you are loved, you are held, and that you are totally and completely good enough. Um, so I just want you to understand that. I want you to understand that First Thessalonians 2 tells you that you are approved as a steward of his grace and that nothing is better than that, that there is nothing that can distract you on this world 
that will come anywhere close to being as good as that fact, as being able to stand by him in glory when you're not even worthy to speak his name. Um, So some simple scriptures to encourage you today. Um, I'm in Ephesians 2, and Ephesians 2, uh, towards the end of Ephesians 2, we're going to go 20 through 22. It says, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone, in whom the whole structure, talking about the church, being joined together, grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him, you also are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. And so you specifically have a, an incredible gifting that the Lord desires to use to glorify himself and to fulfill you. He has such a love for you and has gifted you in such a way that he just wants to glorify himself through you and fulfill you in the process. There is, there is actually nothing that you can do there is no, no distance that you can run. There is no departure that you can manage that will, that will take away his desire to glorify himself and to fulfill you. And so as it talks about in this, in this passage in Ephesians 2, it says that in him you are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. You're being built into a temple, into a holy temple for God by the Spirit. And so a temple is a place of worship. So you yourself become an incredible place of worship. He has gifted you in a way that nobody else has been gifted. A specific story and gifting. The book of James talks about the power of our testimony and our willingness to share it. That that is one way that that God um, honors himself, glorifies himself. It is a testament to his faithfulness. And so you yourself are an opportunity and a a craftsmanship and a piece of art that glorifies the Lord because you are beautiful and you are adequate and and you um, have an opportunity to to share in glory with Jesus. So I wanted to start off with that and then I wanted to move to Hebrews 10. Um, A passage my friend Nick Victor, um, a guy I led at College FCA with for a couple years uh, pointed me to and has, and has sat with me for years since. Um, it says, Therefore, brother, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. And so we, <laughs> that's Hebrews 10. Um, so that is, that is Hebrews 10, 19 um, through 25. And we get, um, we get an opportunity to be seen as righteous in the eyes of the Father, to be, to be given the seal of approval that Ephesians 1 talks about in the Holy Spirit. And Jesus has sprinkled us clean that we can draw near And so if we abide and we draw near, he will use us. He will use us for ministry. He will bring us joy. He will bring us fruit in our lives. Matthew 7 talks about how a good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. In Colossians, Paul writes about, the Holy Spirit through Paul writes about 
how you get to decide your fruit. You either give the fruit of righteousness or you will experience the fruit of sin. And it is up to you. It is your cognitive choice what, what fruit your life will bear. And so I just want to encourage anybody whose ears this podcast touches that you are perfectly gifted and adequate to be an incredible minister and steward of God's grace. And everybody's looks different. Everybody's ministry looks different. Maybe your ministry is in a 15-passenger van going church to church, um, sharing the gospel with 5- to 12-year-olds. Maybe it's your, it's your fraternity brothers. Maybe it's your um, teammates. Maybe it's your classmates. Maybe it's whatever, your family. There's such a huge ministry to be done in family. Whatever it is, you have been equipped with a story. You have been equipped with a gifting that if you offer it up and allow the Lord to use it, for Him to be in and through it all, that is the hurt, that is the happy, that is the pretty and the ugly. You offer it all up for the Lord to glorify Himself and to do ministry with it. There is a promise that He will, that he will glorify Himself. And so you have an option. Um, we're told in 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, to always be joyful, to never cease in praying, and to give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of the Lord for you in Christ Jesus. And so you get to do those things. James 1 talks about how we can, we can have great joy, pure joy, if you will, in enduring um, during trials and facing trials. This produces endurance and a steadfastness. And that, sanctified by the Spirit, makes us perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. You are a perfect and complete soldier. Whether you are male or female, you can be strong on the foundation of Jesus. Tucking the scripture close in your heart, Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6 talks about the armor of God. And I believe it's 617, forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, talks about the sword of the Spirit. And the sword of the Spirit is the only thing in that armor that can be used for defense and attack. And the sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. And so if you hold the Word of God close to your heart, passionately and intimately close to your heart, and you decide to dwell on it daily, to pray with it, to fight with it, <laughs> to, um, to, use, to use it in conversation, um, to, to allow it to be your first defense, to allow it to be your correction, right? Second Timothy 3.16 talks about it is, it is adequate um, for training in righteousness, for reproof, for correction, for teaching. If you decide to lean on that scripture as your foundation, to hold it close to your heart, and um, to let it be your defense and attack, there will be some incredible things done through you. And so I don't know where I meet you today, where this podcast meets you today, or how you ended up here, but I do know um, that you are loved, that you are worthy, that you are perfectly adequate, and that comparison is something that the enemy uses uh, to sweep our feet out from under us. And it is not about who's around you and what they're doing. It is about your talents, your gifting, that the Lord has given you, the way that he's provided, and the way that he desires to use it. So I encourage you today to offer it up. To offer it up for some real awesome life change to occur around you and in you. 
Um, and I want you to know that the Holy Spirit is a spirit of reconciliation and renewal and, and of rejoicing that, that I don't care how long the habits have been built, how long the friendships have been surface level, um, how, how many consistencies in your family um, or in your friendships or anything makes it to where sharing the gospel feels impossible. Uh, the Spirit is totally adequate and in the business of incredible life change. And so walk. That is really so much of what the Lord calls us to is a willingness to walk. That He convicts us and He directs us and we just have to take the next faithful step. Psalm 119, 105. All right, the word of the Lord is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So you see the step in front of you and you see a vague image of what's far in front of you, but there's so much gray area where you have to take the next faithful step. And so I encourage you to do so. Um, you are loved, you are worthy. Um, it is the fruit of the Spirit, so you get all of them. But the ones you're growing in depend on how you pursue the Lord. And so I'm going to pray. Um, and I hope this found you where you needed it today. I hope it inspires you to open up the word and to journal and to care, to love others and to serve others, and to live in service to many. This is Matthew 20, 26 through 28. Right? Whoever wants to be first must be last. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be your slave. Even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many, to wash the feet of those around him. I added that last part. Um, and so, game on. It is time to leave no doubt, to be sold out, passionate, joyous, fruit-bearing Christians. Let's go. Um, Jesus, thank you for opportunity. Um, thank you for gifting. Thank you for, for knowing us, for knitting us together, um, for making us exactly... Um, who you've made us to be. God, thank you for making us perfect and complete, lacking in nothing by what you allow us to face and learn. Um, Lord, I just pray that you glorify yourself through us. I pray that the way people see us and remember us as we worry about what people think of us, the way they remember us and see us simply glorifies you. God, you are so good. You are so worthy of praise. Lord, so I pray that we live, that we attempt to live righteously. We pursue righteousness. God, then that bears fruit. Um, Lord, let us do all things that have a heart to honor you and to grow closer with you. Um, Father, we just love you. We are thankful for you. Um, I just ask that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart are right in your sight, as you say in Psalm 19. Um, Lord, I pray that we trust you to be our strength and shield, as you say in what I believe is Psalm 42. Um, God, I just pray for rest. I pray that we find rest, that we take deep breaths, knowing that you're good and you're for us, as you tell us in Romans 8.1. We love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.